Hello, 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 and welcome back to Give Me More Reality. It's me, Kylie. We're back again, everybody. So this week, we do not have a new episode of Potomac, um, but Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is starting next week, everybody. Gang, gang. (laughs) I'm so excited. So I thought this week, since we don't have a new Potomac, nor do we have Salt Lake City quite yet, and since Shaw's is over Sunday, um, I'm just going to quickly just chat about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Guys, I've given up on New York. I know that the season ended anyways. Um, so I know that I was kind of touching on it in the beginning, but it, it just... I. It, Listen, there's not enough hours in the day for me to watch something that I'm not super interested in right now. So, um, so I just gave up on it. I haven't even, I truly, since I stopped talking about it, you guys, that was when I stopped watching it. <laughs> I haven't watched it for weeks. And like I said, I know that the season finale was this week. Um, another, uh, podcaster who I love and that I listen to is Danny Pellegrino. And so I did listen to his like breakdown of that, um, the last episode of, well, I, I listened to each of his breakdowns, but um, I did listen to his most recent one where he was talking about uh, New York. And listen, it doesn't sound like I missed anything. Didn't sound like I missed anything. Great. I'll tell you that. So, you know, it's better for everybody. <laughs> and to be honest, I think all of us kind of gave up on New York anyways. So sayonara, New York. We barely knew ye. And and listen, and like I was saying before when I was watching it, listen, New York has given us a many, a many great seasons, a many great seasons. And this is the first one that has truly just flopped for me. So, you know, so I, I'm giving them grace with that. You know, I think next season we're going to come back. We're going to we're going to use this last season as a learning tool, and we're going to come back next season even better, even better. Now, I have heard rumors that possibly Ramona would not be coming back to um, this next season of of New York, um, which. Uh, I'm not mad at, but also, you know, she's just like, she's been a staple for so long. You know, it's just, um, you know, it's kind of weird, but it's, it's just something to get used to. It's like when Nini first left uh, Atlanta, when Bethany first left New York, you know, it's things for us to get used to, not to say that things can't be great. So um, the one thing where I will create uh, an uprising is if they try to remove um, my dear love, Sonia Morgan. Okay, that lady is a, she's a goddamn treasure. This is, she thrives in reality television. That's where she needs to be. That's where she needs to be. And if, goddamn it, if they don't have her on the next season of, of New York, then give her her own fucking show. Call it Sonia and the Interns. I don't give a rip. Or call it Sonia and the Downtown uh, Townhouse. I don't care. I don't care. I just need her to have, I need her to be on television. That's all. So that's where I'm at with that. I don't care about really anybody else that was on that show um, besides Sonia Morgan. I, listen, I liked Ebony. I, I think that she was good for the show, but she wasn't bringing us anything great. You know, I mean, she was, listen, I shouldn't say that. She was bringing us in the sense of talking about things that were actually going on in the world at that time when they were doing, when they were filming and talking about the, you know, what was going on with race equality and just, you know, what her experience has been as a black woman in this society. And so I am 100% thankful for her bringing that to the forefront, especially on New York. I think that was great. Um, But other than that, um, you know, I have nothing to say. <laughs> so as much as I keep saying I have nothing to say about New York, it sure does seem like I have a lot to say. But this is what this podcast is for, guys. <laughs> Again, talking trash with love. Please don't ever forget it. Okay? Um, now, I'm going to go ahead and get into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I titled this episode Mini-ish because I don't know how long this is going to this how long this episode will be. It may be Mini-ish or it may be a normal size episode. Unclear. Because I'm going to go over the last two episodes of Beverly Hills. Now, I realize that there may be an episode that's coming on here this week. Uh, 
So I may have to throw in a, throw in a little uh, addendum. Um, so I may add in, I may like record maybe tomorrow night and then, because uh, I'm doing this now on Tuesday. So I may record uh, tomorrow as well and just add a little addendum to it. So then we have all three episodes. So it may not be mini-ish anymore after three episodes. Um, I'm going to go quickly over uh, the episode where um, Rena had her launch party, and then we're going to get into um, the uh, dinner party from hell episode. So um, with the um, initial, the first episode, um, not first episode, but the one where Rena has her launch party, I thought it was very interesting that Crystal just offered her home for Rena to do her launch party at. I thought that was very interesting. I mean, Crystal did explain later that that's just kind of like her thing. Um, but I, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of strange. I was just like, Rena, like, why aren't you just doing it at your own place? I don't know. It's just seemed very strange. Like, and for her to do like a launch party, it just seemed like, well, you just met Crystal like not that long ago. So, like, did you guys talk about this like literally like the first night that you met? Or because that seems weird, you know? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand. Um, this is also the episode where we learned that Erica had a lower back tattoo. Also, that you know, that she cleans her house in full glam, I guess. Um, also that when she cleans, she wipes down her whole fucking fridge. Never have I ever. Maybe during like a deep cleaning, sure. But not just like you're run of the mill, like people are coming over, let me pick up cleaning. Have I wiped down my fridge? But maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. Um, loving Erica's, uh, the blue confessional look. I'm obsessed with you guys. I am obsessed with, I think she looks gorgeous. I think she looks gorgeous. Again, to go back to Danny Pellegrino, he was not a super fan of that look. He felt it looked, looked a little like her hair looked a little messy, but I didn't really notice that. And I kept, as I was listening to that podcast the other night, I kept like trying to like think back, like, gosh, was it messy? I don't know. I was just like, I was just like in such awe just how great she looked. I was on board, but maybe it was messy. I can't remember. Kyle comes over to Erica's house. Um, and so does Lisa Renna. They're doing kind of like a little dinner or not even a dinner, a little get together for Kyle's birthday. Um, and then that's when we learn also that, I mean, Erica's, you know, kind of had stated, which I mean, this is where I like what I believe. Listen, I, I know that there are not a lot of people on Erica's side right now. And I don't even know if I could say I'm on her side. I just feel like innocent until proven guilty. That's all. Um, I just, I don't think, I think of course what Tom had done is, is terrible. And I think he is 100% guilty. But I don't think that Erica had any idea of what was going on. And I think that she has been told to not talk about this case whatsoever, even if it is to be remorseful to the victims. I don't know. Uh, do I think that she should be like, fuck that, I'm remorseful to them, I'm going to, I'm going to let them know? Yes, I do. But... So that's what I mean. Like I'm on her side, but I'm not on her side. I don't think that it's okay that she hasn't acknowledged these victims at all. Not a one time. Um, besides when she's being grilled on the show about it. Uh, so that's not great. That's not a good look. It's not really helping your case, Erica, but she did make it very apparent that, um, that she, was afraid to leave. Um, and it sounds like after the, you know, that's when she said that, which I don't know, it just seemed very strange that she was just like, well, that one time when I left Yolanda's house and it's like, okay, that was how many years ago? Um, it was just kind of like no context on how she was like bringing it up. It just seemed very weird. Like everybody's going to know when you left Yolanda's house, like as if like something crazy happened that day. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like some sort of like, you know, world event happened. I, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> She's like, yeah, when I left Yolanda's house that, that day, that's when I just decided to just check his phone. And then that's when she found out that he was cheating on her. And that's when she realized that she was not financially independent. And that was when she really like tried to become financially independent for herself um, because she didn't know, she didn't know how to leave. She didn't know what to do. I mean, to have like that life though, I mean, for 20 plus years, you guys, I mean, I can't imagine where you have become solely dependent. I mean, listen, I believe 100% that Erica used to be a very independent woman and um, did not need anybody to do anything. And then 
she had a man come into her life that made it to where she didn't have to be independent like that anymore. And she kind of lost herself in the independence way, I mean, of just doing things for herself, perhaps financially. Um, And I think she's a little disappointed in herself. I think that she's embarrassed by that. You know what I mean? That she has preached being like very independent, blah, 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 blah. And she is in all reality is 100% was very dependent upon Tom Girardi. And, uh, you know, so I, I don't know. I, I guess I just, you know, that just kind of like hit me that, that, but then, I mean, this was six years ago, you guys, this whole conversation, like not even conversation, but when she found out that he was cheating, I, I don't know. And that's what I'm saying. It's just like the, her timelines of everything, like nothing, just because she hasn't spoke about anything that's gone on truly in her private, private life. Her timelines don't make a lot of sense because she's trying to give everybody information of shit that has happened over the last six to seven years. And and it's hard to fucking follow. You know, because it's like you're getting this bit and then you're getting that bit. And it's like, oh, wait, go back, you know, four years and then that bit happened. Oh, wait, fast forward two years and then this bit happened. It's just, it's hard to, you know, we need like a timeline map. I need a map. I need a key, you know? Help me out here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, and listen, when uh, Erica got to Rena's uh, lip launch party, okay, they had like those little drinks or whatever. Now, Erica picked out the drink, the drink, no apologies. And Garcelle was like, gosh, how ironic. And I was like, it's not ironic, Garcelle. She literally picked that on purpose. She picked it on purpose. She's saying no apologies. I, I think that she was uh, clearly that was uh, directed towards Sutton. Um, but yeah, I you know like I, I don't. It wasn't ironic, Garcelle. Like it wasn't ironic that she picked that. She picked it on purpose. It's not ironic. She's just saying no apologies, uh, which also is just like uh, is a little. Uh, on the other side, again, I will say it. I will say it over and over again. Now during this podcast, I'm on her side, but I'm not on her side. And that pick of a drink is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Now, you guys, I want to drink with Sutton immediately. This girl came up with a champagne with a vodka with a shot of vodka. Ah, uh, great. That's what I'm talking about. Or they were talking about, there's some other drink that they had some sort of crazy name for, but it was champagne with a shot of tequila, which I'm on board for even more than the vodka. I don't know why I almost like pronounce uh, vodka, <laughs> the vodka. I really like, I really put like an emphasis on the, the kada. <laughs> and I almost have like a little, like a little baby Russian accent at the end when I'm just saying vodka. Um, or vodka. I don't know. Anyways, now that I'm thinking about it, now I'm like really enunciating it and like really that like a little, a little accent is being put on, on with vodka and I'm not meaning to you guys. It's just happening. <laughs> but anywho, now the drink that Sutton got, which was the vodka and, um, champagne, she called it a sutty buddy butthole. So clearly this is a drink that Sutton made up. But I would prefer it to be called what the producers thought it was called, which was a slutty buddy butthole. Now, get me two of those. I will take a slutty buddy butthole. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That shit cracked me up. Um, okay. And then let's just get right into the, the Dorit and Garcelle of it all during this whole episode. Now, uh, I can't with, like, Dorit. I, I just felt like how she was, like, trying to, like, come at Garcelle with everybody, like, at that table. I just felt like, like, listen, that could have been a conversation that you just had, like, si- like on the side. And we could have just saw how that happened. Of course, then we could have the whole, um, you know, trickle-down effect telephone of, you know, everybody hears what happened, blah, 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 blah. Um. You know, so it, it, there wasn't like a necessary need for her to talk to talk to not Sutton, sorry, Garcelle, at that fucking table with everybody, and I just felt like I just was let's just like ah, oh, Dorit, 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 what are you doing? 
crikey. <laughs> it just, I, I just, I didn't understand. I didn't get it. And I just thought like, shut the, like, shut the fuck up. Like, shut up. She is so like long-winded and Garcelle is not the only person to have said that. And I was 100% with Garcelle when um, Dorit fucking brought up the whole thing with Erica again. 100% fuck you, Dorit. Like, you, everybody knows that that's not, like, I mean, uh, I don't know if that was really Garcelle's intentions or not. I just think that maybe she's just naive and just thought that, you know, listen, you shared it with us. Why can't I share it with the people that you're also, like, really close with, you know? But... I think um, I think Erica was just in already in a place because that story was coming out. So um, so yeah, but so I I don't think that she intentionally was trying to fuck with Erica when she brought that shit up. I think that she really genuinely was like, I am so 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 sorry. So then for Dorit to like bring that up again, it's just like shut it down, shut it down right now. And she just seems just I I just felt like how what Dorit was coming at her with was just like so like petty and just like benign, just like bullshit shit. Like that Dorit was just trying to have a moment because she doesn't have a fucking storyline besides those fucking wedding dresses. You guys, we'll get to those in a minute, but fuck me. You know, like, I just don't think that she has anything. It has anything to, uh, has anything to do, uh, you know? So she just thought she would go after Garcelle and for whatever reason, like that's not the one to go after. It's not even a little bit. But then uh, fucking Sutton tried to get into it and tried to kind of like bring some shit up about like what like um, Garcelle was like trying to do or um, not even that. I think what, what Crystal was trying to say and Erica fucking shut her down was just like not with your fucking small town bullshit. Like you just keep your mouth shut. And I have to agree. I have to agree. Sutton, shut it down. Like, nobody wants to hear your small town. Fucking, I'm worried about my reputation bullshit. And so, no. No. So, yeah, Erica shut her the fuck down real fucking quick. And that was amazing. It was fucking amazing. I can't even remember. I can't even remember what. I'm going to have to write this stuff down, like, verbatim, you guys. Like, quotes. Um but I can't remember what exactly Erica said to her, but I was like, oh, damn. Oh, diddy damn. <sighs> but that fucking luncheon was like weird. They had like a fucking lip reader, which I thought that was wild. I never have I ever um, heard of such a thing. Um, but, uh, and <laughs> I mean, we figured, we found this out later, but I didn't realize it. But Kathy was just fixing her makeup like the whole time or her lipstick the whole time while Garcelle and uh, Dorit were going at it. She had no idea that that conversation was even getting heated, you guys. Kathy had no idea that that was even going on like, right next to her. <laughs> but anyways, um, so later we cut to Kyle is going over to Kathy's house. And I mean, my takeaway from that whole uh, scene um, was that Kathy has TV trays, you guys. She has TV trays. This lady has millions and millions of dollars and she has TV trays. Amazing. Amazing. I just think it's great. I think it's great. I don't know if it shows like how maybe like a little, a little bit down to earth that Kathy is. Um, but I just thought that was great. I just was like, hell yeah. Um, I also love that they did talk about American women and we kind of got more in depth, more in depth about why Kathy was not um, really on board with that whole situation. And I think that she was just really worried that even if it wasn't, um, you know, portraying their lives specifically, that that is how people were going to perceive it since it was loosely based off of Kyle's life. So she just did not want their mom to be looked at in the wrong light and for people to make assumptions on things that may or may not have happened. So I can understand that. Um, but I'm glad that they're in a good place now, you guys. Like, I'm just, I'm glad. Hopefully we can get Kim on board. Um, I would love to have all three of them on the show. That would be, uh, what a trifecta, you guys. Oh, amazing. 
amazing. Can we get like a Richard Hilton like reality show? Would that be? Is that crazy? Is that crazy to think about? Like, would they have enough substance? I think so. I think they would. But, you know, anyways. So uh, that was a pretty good episode. Um, But let's just get right into the dinner from the part of the dinner party from hell. Part two. Um, gosh, 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 gosh. Uh, this dinner party was wild. This whole episode to me was just like, it was very interesting. Now, we start off this episode with um, Dorit trying on her fashion dresses. And she's like, well, you know, like, I've been part of, um, you know, uh, been a fashion designer for, you know, um, swimwear and athleisure. Uh, and <laughs> I know that that's not good, you guys. Um, 100% I'm aware. Uh, that's just like what I hear when like Jareed is talking because she's so in and out of like an American than an English accent that I, I just, I don't know what to do. It's, it's wild to me. And it seems like it's getting worse. You guys like, I don't know why, but I've been really on top of it this season. And I like in past seasons, it's kind of just, you know, just kind of like washed past my ears, if you will, to where I haven't like really noticed it that much. Um, but this season, for some reason, it's really catching my eye. It's really catching my eye. Um, but back to her and her fashion designing, uh, you know, credits. Uh, I mean, listen, I don't, I, I don't know. Listen, are those wedding dresses great? Do I believe that Jerry actually designed them herself? No. No, I don't. I think that she gave somebody an idea of what she wanted. Somebody else sketched it and then built it. And then slapped Jerit's name on it. So, um, I, also, I could not, could not with PK naming those fucking dresses as if he was, like, fucking God's gift. And, like, thank God, thank God PK is there to name the dresses because Lord knows nobody could come up with names such as the actress, the woman. Like, give me a break. Like, straight up, give me a Kit Kat. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Give me a break. Give me a break. You know, I like, has anybody seen those commercials lately? I'm just curious. Has anybody seen a Kit Kat commercial lately? I mean, I see Reese's up the yin-yang and Snickies. Uh, I call them Snickies, but Snickers. Um, always satisfy your hunger. You know what I mean? But has anybody seen a Kit Kat commercial recently? Just a classic Kit Kat commercial. Give me a break. Give me a break. Uh, break me up a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Anybody? Oh, that's going to be stuck in my head for the rest of the night. Okay. Anyways, back to the show. <laughs> Sorry about that sidebar. Uh, we cut to uh, Sutton going to her new home, um, and Kyle meets her there. And they kind of, like, chatted out about the whole Erica, you know, uh, kind of, like, what had happened at, like, the Christmas dinner. Um and it just seemed like to me like Sutton definitely is still like in her same like I don't believe her this is like it's 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 gonna it's gonna ruin my reputation and yada 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 and and when you know when Erica found out that she was concerned about like when Sutton that she found out that Sutton's concerned about her reputation, you know, of course, like Erica was like hurt by that. And it seemed like Sutton was shocked that she was hurt by it. And it's like, well, why wouldn't she be like, like another person that doesn't want to be around her because of the shit storm that her ex will, you know, um, estranged, if you will, husband, um, you know, has done. So, you know, and unfortunately, Erica, she's not the first and she won't be the last. You know, I don't know what is going to happen with this whole with this whole trial. I mean, now it sounds like these people can also now sue Erica, I think, because she's still married to him. Um, and of course, the divorce, I'm sure it's going to take longer than expected because now fucking Tom's in a goddamn home. Also, he's filed bankruptcy. Also, he has this crazy case going on. So, you know. And until they figure out if, um, I think until they figure out if Erica is, you know, an accomplice or a, you know, part of that, um, I don't know if this uh, divorce is going to go through. 
So people can like just sue her, which is crazy. And it's like, I don't have the fucking money, but it's like these people deserve their money though. They do. <sighs> Gosh. Oh my goodness. And did, and did you guys see Sutton's um, confessional look? The red, uh, she had like a red dress on and her hair was like a ridiculously long. I'm calling it the, the Sutton Rapunzel, Rapunzel, Rapunzel confession look that we have going on. I'm not a fan. I don't like it. I feel like Sutton looks weird. I don't think I really like Sutton in long hair. I think that's what's, what's happening. The other one where she has kind of like a, um, uh, she has like kind of like white and gold on and her hair's down also. That one I, you know, I like, like I think she looks pretty, but the Rapunzel one I was put off by. I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. And I didn't like that somebody just was like, yeah, this is right. It's not right. It's not right. I didn't like it, you guys. Um, <laughs> and then we get to the dinner, you guys. Now, Kathy is primping. She's preparing. Um, you know, she's walking through the house doing her last-minute checks, which she loves to do, of course, just to make sure everything's la-di-da-di. She likes to party. Um, I don't know how I feel about Rena's look. That when she came to that dinner party, it was just like a bit much for me. I liked the I liked the color of like the suit that she had on, but I wasn't a fan of the hair. Like I just felt like it didn't like really like fit well. Um, I feel like maybe if she had it like slicked back or something like that, I would be more on board. But I wasn't like a huge fan of it. Um, and like, how many butlers does Kathy have? How many, how many housekeepers, how many butlers? Like, can we get like a butler check? You know, like how they do on like TikTok, like sibling check. Let's do a butler check. Can we do that? <laughs> Kathy Hilton edition, butler check. Um, I just think it'd be good. That's all. Um, and then, uh, at one point, well, okay, so when they all sit down for dinner, um, you know, Sutton tries to bring up to Erica, like, you know, I, I just wanted to talk to you about, you know, what, you know, what had happened and just so you can hear it from me and um, just know that it's, you know, it's not like I don't believe you. It's just that I have to protect myself and blah, 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 blah. And Erica wanted nothing, nothing with it, which I can understand. Like, she's just over it. Like, every time I have to get with you guys, like, I have to talk about this. But it's like, yes, yes, you do, because you're on a reality show, number one. And number two, this is the season storyline. So, yes, you do have to talk about it. Um, <laughs> at one point, Erica said, um, if Kathy's not worried, why is Sutton? Which I couldn't agree more. If Kathy Hilton is not worried, then why the fuck is Sutton worried? You know? I don't know. To cut back from the dinner party, Kyle and Marisa are celebrating their, like, I think their 25th, like, wedding anniversary or something like that, like, which is insane. And they are still just, like, so adorable. You can tell that they are just still, like, so very much, like, into each other. Um, they're just, they're just a very like cute couple. I, I just, I love them, but just straight goals, straight goals, you guys. And also like, I don't know what it was. I think, oh, this is when they were getting ready to go to the party, um, to the dinner party. Garcelle had called Sutton, you know, and they were just like chatting about it. And that's when Sutton had said, you know, I'm just going to bring it up to her. Like when we're there, I just, I don't want to go by. I just want any more time to go by without me like addressing it, which I think is great. I think that is Sutton did need to address it. Um, and, but also like, does anybody find like Garcelle and Sutton are an unlikely pair that I did not see happening ever in a million years, but I like it. I like it a lot. I didn't, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't think that that was a pair that I would enjoy, but I do enjoy them. I do. <laughs> now back to the dinner, you guys, at one point, Erica says to Sutton, um, she only has time for what matters and Sutton's opinion does not matter. Exactly. That's the mentality that you're just going to have to keep Erica. And that's the thing that I think a lot of people are forgetting is that Erica is like cold AF you guys. And I mean, that's why we love her or, you know, previous seasons, why a lot of us did love her. Um, I think is just that she could be a bit cold. Um, and we're not going to get like a lot of, uh, 
a lot of like emotion from her, if you will. But when she does give us that emotion, like it is zero to a fucking hundred. And everybody better watch the fuck out because she is doing damage. Uh, damage to your soul, damage to your spirit. She's about to fuck you over with some words. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I just that whole dinner party, it was just so awkward. I did feel for Erica, but again, with the tears, can somebody get her a tissue? No one, but also Erica, can't you take a napkin? Dab those tears, girl. Just give them a quick dab or do's. Fold your napkin into a corner like fucking Card or, uh, Candace does and just dab your eye ducts, you know? Like, uh, that's why, and that's what makes people feel like it's put on, Erica, because you are just like not doing what normal people would do when they cry. And they, when they cry, they want to wipe away their tears. That's just what people do. Not Erica, though. Not Erica. It just got the whole dinner party, you guys, just got so awkward. Um, you know, Garcelle tried to, like, hug, uh, tried to, like, hug Erica. And she's just like, you can let go of me now. You can let go of me now. And just, like, Garcelle is just like, goddamn, like, I'm just, like, trying to be comforting right now and it's like that's like the last thing that erica wants anybody to fucking do you know is be fucking comforting because like she's just like i got this you will not break me you know that whole mentality and then you know then dorit tried to like pop in and was saying that you know like basically just like well isn't it just like a isn't it just like a human reaction <laughs> erica isn't it like a human reaction to just like, you know, want to know? <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry, you guys. Um, but she was just like, isn't it a human reaction that to just like, you know, to think that you might be, you know, to be scared to be a part of something like that? And Erica's like, no, why would you be a part of it? And again, that's where I could agree with Erica. Like, what the fuck would you guys be a part of it? maybe your names would be said in the um in an article just in the sense of you know Erica Jane real housewives of Beverly Hills uh you know co-star of uh Kyle and Dorit on real housewives you know on real housewives of Beverly Hills like you know what I mean like I don't see how you all could be implicated in anything if anything, according to an, uh, something that I saw online, I can't remember who posted it, but um, somebody was saying that Erica put money into uh, Run a Beauty. And then also, I guess, put some money into uh, one of her daughter's campaigns or something like that. I can't remember, but like money has been exchanged between Erica and Lisa. Business adventures have been started between Lisa and Erica, 100%. But anywho, so, you know, so it was just like a very like awkward dinner. Then, you know, Erica is still like crying, just trying not to cry. Dorit is trying to make sense of it all. <laughs> And trying to get Erica to understand where they're coming from. And it was just a complete fucking shit show. A complete fucking shit show. Um, listen, their first, they got a course of uh, caviar, like a caviar pie with vodka. Now, I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued by that. Like to just sip on some vodka while you're eating caviar. On board. On board. <laughs> oh, yes. And then I forgot when uh, Dorit tried to bring up another issue or tried to just like address the issues between her and Garcelle. And she had to like tell Dorit, like, listen, I'm not trying to like interrupt you, um, but like dinner parties are just, you know, for like enjoying. And, you know, maybe we should just try to enjoy each other. And it's like, Kathy, you should have directed that at the whole group, not just Dorit. Because, yikes. And then did you guys see Patrick the butler trying to serve that second course, that rack of lamb or something like that? But they were arguing so much that he couldn't figure out how to get the fucking food onto their plates. It's just, it's crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy. Oh my goodness. 
Um, and then towards the end, you know, uh, Sutton is still trying to like explain like where she's coming from and just like, you know, oh, I have questions. I had questions, but that's not how I feel now, now that I have more information and I'm, you know, settling in it. And it's just like, what? And, and I love like Erica because she was just like, like, do you know something about my life that I don't? Just the way that Sutton just like keeps kind of like grilling her like about stuff. It just seems like she could possibly know some things. Um, but yeah, but then we ended on like a to be continued. I mean, it's good. It's great. It's good. It's great. It's, it's good. <laughs> oh, Lord. But yeah, so... Um, that was pretty much the two episodes. Like I said earlier, I will probably try to watch this other episode just to tack it on, just to try to get a little bit more on course here. Um, but yeah, so that is pretty much the end of the podcast, you guys. Um, and like I said, I will, you know, probably uh, record and add a little blurb at the end once we get to the second part of this dinner party from hell. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this little mini-ish episode. Sorry that I'm late on discussing Real House of Beverly Hills, but better, better late than never. But it's a great show, you guys. It's a great, great show. All right, guys. I did it. I made it back for part two. Well, not even a part two. But I watched the new episode this week of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So this is just going to be... This is tacked on to the other recording that I did. Um... Earlier in the week when I um, reviewed the other two episodes. So now we are all caught up, if you will. So the new episode, I'm just going to get right into it. Um, I want to try to make this short, as short and sweet as I possibly can. Because like I was saying um, earlier, well, in the um, other recording, this is supposed to be a mini-ish episode. It's not supposed to be the same length as some of the other ones that I've done, but it's about to be because now I'm doing three episodes of Beverly Hills. So now, so just bear with me guys. So I'm going to be probably talking a little fast, my apologies in advance, but we got this. So um, this episode begins um, with... Uh, the ending of the dinner party from hell. And I mean, ugh, guys, like that dinner party was, oh gosh, I felt bad for Kathy. I felt bad for Kathy. She worked so hard, you guys. She put in so much effort for that damn dinner. And, um, you know, well, I mean, her staff put in a lot of effort. But anyways, regardless, you know, she she looked through. She made sure she was excited. You know, she's excited to have this little dinner party. And it went to fucking straight hell in a handbasket in a matter of moments. But now, when we cut to the, you know, beginning of the episode, basically, you know, Erica is saying to Sutton, you know, she tells her, like, do you want to get sued? And I think that she's, like, implying that if, and this is what it sounded like to me, it sounded like she was almost, like, implying that if Sutton keeps talking about it, that it's possible that she could get sued by Tom. I don't think that she was saying that she was going to sue her. I think that she's saying that, you know, the other lawyers, not on her side, would would possibly, like, try to sue her for talking about the situation. I don't know. But I mean, Kyle was right in saying like, in saying to her, like, do you want to get sued? Like that is what everybody is worried about is that they don't want to get into any sort of issue or, you know, have to be called to witness or, uh, you know, questioned anything about the situation. And so basically her saying that is making everybody feel like they're, worries of course are valid which they are and um and i mean and at one point erica says to sutton like are if you're I, she's like don't worry i'm coming for you and it made me laugh so hard because sutton was just like what do you mean you're coming for me like in her confessional she's just like what does that mean like you're coming at me. Like, does that mean I'm like gonna wake up like with a horse head in my bed? Like, what? <laughs> like, what is gonna happen? Oh my gosh! 
It's like, you're not going to wake up with a horse head in your bed, but you know, it's just like, it's just slaying something. That's all. It, it, she's not meaning it really. <laughs> but <laughs> And um, I mean, the, just the whole conversation was just so crazy to me because, you know, I do feel like Sutton was trying to get her, you know, she was trying to say where she was coming from. Um, you know, Kyle didn't feel like she was adding, you know, saying what she needed to say. Um, but I don't think it was really Kyle's place to like throw it out there either. Like, let her just say what she wants to say at the end of the day. Hello, again, we are on a reality show. And Erica would know exactly what Sutton had to say when she sees it back and you guys meet at the reunion. And then they can hash it out there. So I just didn't think, I don't know. But again, it's like, this is all that's going on this season. So everybody is just trying to get their two cents in where they can. I mean, what other storyline really does, uh, does um, Kyle have going on this season? Like, that's what I'm saying. Erica's storyline is the season. Is the season. Tis the season for Erica's storyline. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I'm at one point, just because they're just like they're arguing for so long. You know, Cassie's just like, I'm sure the souffle is not even, you know, souffleing anymore, whatever the fuck, whatever a souffle does. <laughs> but she's just like, you know, whatever. That just means there's more leftovers for me. And I was just like, again. Again, Kathy is amazing. Exactly. Like, fuck, if y'all want to argue, like, fine. Nobody wants to eat? Fine. Guess who's going to eat it all? I will. This shit is delicious. Thank you very much. I mean, for God's sake, they had a caviar pie, you guys. A caviar pie. That's wild to me. Never have I ever, I've never even heard of such a thing, a caviar pie. Oh, gosh. Um, And and with Erica saying to Sutton, like, I'm not threatening you. It's a promise. Uh, like, it's just like, what are you threatening her with exactly? And why, why are you threatening her exactly? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And I mean, I know like in the early, in, you know, in the other recording that I did, you know, I mean, I, I still, you know, innocent until proven guilty, but also just like Erica's making it so hard. She's making it so hard to try to, to be on her side. She really is. Because, like, why are you threatening her exactly? Like, for what? But I understand, like, it's so much more deep than that. It's just because she is just so upset about this situation and she has no outlet to get out her frustration. And unfortunately, Sutton is that outlet right now. You know? <sighs> Lord, 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 Lord. Um. I mean, but I did have to agree with Erica at one point. She said, if you have the balls to bring it up, then have the balls to handle what my response is. And that's a true fucking statement, though. If you have enough balls to bring it up, then have the balls to know that my response may or may not be what you are looking for. And so have the balls to fucking just handle what my response may be. And Sutton just could not handle that instead of just, like, letting it go. But, you know, Erica's a little intimidating, to say the least. You know, when she, I mean... When you see that angry side of her, um, I think it's, you know, I'm sure it was a bit uh, jarring for Sutton, especially not having to deal with uh, that side of Erica before. So I can only imagine, you know, where Sutton was feeling on that. But I mean, still though, like, what did you think her response was going to be? Like, oh, like, great. You're questioning me again. You're calling me a liar. Like, awesome. Cool, 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 cool. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. But that was a wild dinner. Just so much to, like, unpack. It's just, like, I'm still digesting it all. Like, I literally just watched the episode trying to record this now. I have a really busy weekend this weekend. So trying to get this done and hopefully get this out to you guys by Sunday. And then we'll have a new episode with Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and Potomac and then new episode for the week. So, um, so yeah, so just bear with me, guys. We're, we're making it happen. But, um, but you know who I felt really bad for was poor Patrick the butler, you guys. Like, that poor man was just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> this poor man is just trying to serve y'all some food. He's just trying to be a good butler just a good butler and he was just thrown into a straight up shitstorm straight up shitstorm 
Oh, Lord, because then at one point, of course, like Sutton walks out. She's just like, I will not handle this. I can't handle it. And, you know, I mean, Sutton is just like a professional, like walker outer. You know what I mean? But I think that, I think that uh, Erica was 100% triggered by, by Sutton calling her a liar, of course. Because that's like, like she said, like, that's what people continue. That's what, that's all people are calling her right now. And, and at, at this point in time and what we're watching, you know what I mean? Like we know a lot more now, but from what we, from, you know, what we're seeing at that timeline, it's like, that's just what she just keeps being called. And so she's just hoping that that's not what these people are going to build that she's just hoping that these people are not going to call her that as well. And unfortunately that is not what she gets. So, and I think that she really did like start having such a, um, you know, a, a nice, you know, friendship with Sutton. I think she was maybe taken aback by just how she kind of like turned on her so quickly. Um, you know, I don't know. I, gosh, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, it's really hard for me because I really, I really do want to be on Erica's side, but she's making it so very hard to do so. It's hard to stay there. And it's like, I'm not even really on her side. I mean, I'm on the side of the victims. I'm on the side of what's right. And I just, I don't know if she knew what was going on, but her not addressing the victims is not okay. Her not saying anything about these people this whole time. Um, I mean, listen, later on, PK did say it. I mean, as much as I just was like annoyed by PK when he was talking with um, Dorit and stuff, I mean, but he was right in saying like, she could still say something. Like that's not against, that's not against her, you know, against the court case or anything like that. Like she could say something and she doesn't, she doesn't say anything. And that's just, it's not okay. It's not okay at all. It makes her look so much more guilty and makes it hard for people to believe her. Oh gosh. It's a, it's just, it's a real, it's, it's, it's tragic. It's tragic. It's sad. It's just whole situation. Ugh. Anywho, um, the next day um, we cut to Rena and Garcelle and uh, Rena was coming over for some coffee, I guess. Rena says that she doesn't remember anything from the night before. So she needs Garcelle to give her a recap because drunk Rena had come out. So she doesn't really remember. I'm like, bullshit, Rena. You fucking remember what the fuck happened. Like, get out of here. Get out of here right now. I didn't believe that for a damn second, <laughs> for a damn, damn second. But I mean, and so Garcelle kind of brought it up to Rena, just like saying like, you know, I do feel like after she like recapped everything for her, whatever, she's just like, you know, it just feels like it's like you four, Rena, Dorit, Erica, and Kyle all on one side. And then it's Erica and Sutton on another side or not Erica, I'm sorry, Garcelle and Sutton on another side. And, you know, so, you know, we do like a quick like review, basically, <laughs> the producer show where there has been many times where Rena, just in this season, has been completely on somebody else's side versus being on Garcelle's side. And Rena's like, what? What? You you really do like you feel like that? Like, gosh, like, uh, I'm sorry that you feel like that. I, I don't see it like that. And it's like, and then you cut to <laughs> Rena in her confessional and she's just like, well, yeah, you know, I, you know, that's just because I didn't agree or I just didn't, you know, like she basically was saying that like she wasn't on Garcelle's side any of those times. So she didn't have anything to say. <laughs> so it's just like, then just say that to Garcelle. Like just say like in those instances, yeah, I wasn't on your side. I was on my friend's side or I just didn't have anything to say at that point in time. But Garcelle's right. It's like, Rena, you always have something to say. So the fact that you don't have anything to say <laughs> says a lot. Says a lot, uh, and then, and then, and then she's, and then Rena says to Garcelle, "Well, since we're nitpicking, you know, like you did say thank you when, we, like, when the cake came out, but like you didn't say thank you afterwards." And then also, um, after we brought over the sauce for you, then you didn't like message me and say thank you, and it's just like what? I'm sure she said thank you in the moment, right? Like. Or did you guys just put it on her stoop? Like, oh, I don't know. I just thought that was just, I thought it was so fucking nitpicky. And I was just like, Rena, seriously, seriously, that's what the fuck we're doing right now. <laughs> like, like fucking like, like, is this really like, is this really something that we're bringing up? 
Like, I can't. I just, I can't. Next, we cut to Sutton and Kyle. They're at this, I mean, I don't even know if it's like an auction, like, house kind of situation or if it's like an actual, like, furniture store. But Wow Wow Wee Woes, they had some beautiful pieces in there. And it sounds like they basically, like, some stuff they brought out, like, especially to show them um, that wasn't even going to be in the auction. And I was just like, damn. Like, Sutton's got it like that? Like, wow, wow, wee woes. Wow, wow, wee woes. Well, of course, Sutton and Kyle get into it because that Kyle or Sutton feels like Kyle wasn't on her side and that she was just trying to, like, call her out and, you know when nobody else is being being as honest as Sutton is, which is true though. Everybody had a lot to say at Dorit's house that day, but nobody said anything to fucking Erica. But now everybody wants Sutton to say some shit. So I do agree with that. I do, I do, I do. But it is rough stuff because again, it's like you guys are on a reality show. Like she is going, Erica is going to find out what you guys said at that fucking house. I.e., why, you know, there's stories out now saying that Erica and uh, Kyle are on the outs now. Like, she's only friends with, she's not even talking to Dorit either. She's only friends with Renna, I guess. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. I just don't know. Um, Gosh, it really cracked me up, though, when Sutton did the whole air quotes or whatever. And was just like, if you were my friend... I would think I would think that my friend, air quote, air quote, would be uh, <clears throat> would be there for me. And you know, then they cut to Kyle in her confessional, and she's like, "Really, Sutton, your friend?" And she does the air quotes again, and then she does the air quotes and says, "Fuck off." <laughs> I don't know why, but that really just like really cracked me up. Really, really did. Okay, so next we cut to um, PK and Dorit, and I just can't with Dorit, you guys. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I don't know. She's just, like, really annoying me. <coughs> I don't know. I don't really know, like, what it is, but, I mean, she, you know, she's doing, I guess they're doing, like, a date night, her and PK, um, and you know, she's like, let me just, I'm just getting just a few things for us just to nibble on. And it's like, she's like, oh, I'm just getting you some treats. And <laughs> I mean, cut two, she brings out 15 different trays, which I mean, listen, happy that, that, that she did bring out the, as many trays as that are necessary, regardless if it's a nibble or if it's a, or if it's a full blown fucking, you know, smash your face fest. Like I was fine with that, but it's just funny to me. I was just like, I just got some little treats got some little traits cut to fucking 15 million trays out there and you guys i don't know what the fuck outfit fucking dorit had on but i did not like it not even one little fucking bit like she was so fucking like covered up and which is fine if you're covered up like i don't really care but like the pattern was just off-putting to me i just i didn't like it i did not like it not even a little bit i don't know did anybody else like her outfit i just was not a fan you guys i wasn't and God, you guys, like, listen, as much as PK, as PK, as PK was speaking truth about, about Erica and really saying some things that it's just like what I think we all are thinking for sure, um, he just, he annoys me as well. You know, it's just like he loves the camera so fucking much. And you can tell. Like, it's almost like he's almost like giddy, I feel like, as he's like talking about the situation. Like, oh my goodness, I have some, I have some stuff to gossip about. And uh, I just don't like it. I don't like that look on him. It's for the ladies to gossip about, PK, not for you. You're not on the show. You're not a real housewife. Okay? Your wife can fucking talk as much shit as she wants to. But you need to fucking relax. I feel like PK is the fucking Peter of Beverly Hills. Okay. If you guys haven't watched Atlanta before, which if, I don't know how the fuck you haven't, but in case you haven't, Peter was the husband of Miss Cynthia Bailey at one point. And my, 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 did he love the camera and love to get into the drama of whatever was going on with the ladies. And that is what PK reminds me of. He just wants to get in the mix. Ah, oh, goodness. 
Now, in Dorit's confessional, where I did agree with her, is that she was saying that basically, like, Erica has created this persona for herself of Erica Jane. She created this persona. But right now, she needs to get away from that persona, and she just needs to be Erica. And I could not fucking agree more. She needs to be down to fucking earth. Erica Jane is a different person. Is a different person. That is a persona. That is not. I, I, that's not her. You know what I mean? Like that's not her. Her true self. And she has gotten lost in the, in the sauce. And she needs to just be Erica, down to earth, like f- like home to home, little little town. At, you know, or just where did she? Where is she from? Not even a little town. She's from Atlanta, right? But just back to her, back to her roots. Fucking Erica. Fucking Jane. Or just Erica, not even Jane. We need no Jane. We just need just Erica. We did get a, like a little quick little brief sighting of the glam squad doing Erica's makeup in the kitchen, which that was nice. That was a humble, a humble showing, I guess. <laughs> and I'm saying that sarcastically, you guys, um, because I'm just like, how are you affording these people? How? I, all of us are wondering. Ugh. Anyways, we get to Garcelle's house. She's hosting a Haitian night, which I love, 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 you guys. If you haven't heard on my previous podcast, I love Haiti so, so, so much. Um, that place just has a very special place in my heart. I've been there a few times. Um, yeah, I just, I love that place. So I just love that uh, Garcelle was um, doing a Haitian night and just, um, you know, just bringing her culture to those ladies. And I just thought that was amazing. Um, when she came down, you guys, like, Garcelle is gorgeous. She is so gorgeous. She looked like a fucking goddess when she came down that, that, those stair, those, uh, the stairs. I don't know what, <laughs> struggling to say stairs. Um, I was just so, just still just reeling from her look, but she's just so fucking beautiful. Oh my gosh. So, so gorgeous. So, so, so gorgeous. Um, now when Dorit arrived, I know, guys, I keep going back and forth between calling her Dorit and just Dorit, but um, anywho, when Dorit arrived, she was giving me serious Joker vibes. Serious Joker vibes. Like um, like the 90s, if anybody's into Batman, <laughs> I am. But anyways, like 90s fucking like Batman or cartoon Batman with like the purple coat, you know? I just, it, was very, it was just very Joker vibes, and I just I wasn't a fan of that either. I wasn't a fan of that either. Unless it was like Halloween, great, but like that wasn't it. I wasn't a fan of Erica's outfit for real either. I felt like she was just doing too fucking much. Like too fucking much. Like Erica, just like humble yourself just a little bit. Just a little bit. Wow, guys. Just like me realizing now how much my opinion has changed from from, uh, the recording that I did earlier this week to this recording today after watching this episode, I, it has changed drastically. Anyways, just like her whole outfit just screamed, just like, like I'm Erica Jane. It's expensive to be me. And it's just like, Erica, no, no, you, you look so fucking out of touch right now. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. Humble your fucking look, please. Those boots, though, like, wow. I mean, listen, if we did not have the, the troubles that we are having right now, okay, I would I would be like, fuck, I love that outfit on Erica. Like, like, oh, gosh, she just always just, like, does it. But since we are in the situation that we are in, I am having a very hard time with that fucking outfit and those boots. I just, I... I'm just having a really hard time with it. I really am. <sighs> so anyways, before everybody started showing up, Garcelle and Rana basically like make a bet on who's going to show up uh, late. Um, Garcelle, I guess, and her team voted that it was going to be Dorit. And um, and when that Rena and Garcelle were talking about that, you know, Rena was like, uh, uh, I don't know if it'll be Dorit. If anybody, I'd bet on Kathy. So they did like a $20 bet. Now, Dorit, like, showed up, like, I think it was, like, third, maybe. Like, she wasn't late, like, by any means. I mean, um, and then, you know, Kathy just ended up not being able to show up. So, you know, Garcelle was, like, a woman of my word. Rena, here's your $20. And Rena was, like, you know what? No. You please just take this back and donate it to any charity of your choice. 
And I'm just like, what? I don't know. It just seemed, uh, it seemed weird. Like I just found it off-putting. Like it's like, Renna, just take the fucking $20. And if you want to donate it to a fucking charity, then donate it. It's 20 fucking dollars. Listen, I know that that may be a lot to some people and I understand. And it's sometimes that's a lot for me. I'm just saying <laughs> like, it just seemed a little, I don't know if petty is like the right word, but it just, it was a little off-putting to me. But of course, Dorit grabbed that money up real quick and was just like, oh, you said it was for charity? Like, perfect. And I was like, exactly. Give it to Dorit. She is a great charity, you guys. <laughs> that is a charity case with all the lawsuits that poor, that poor Paquet has been through. But anywho, I just found it just, it just get, it put a bad taste in my mouth a little bit. And I don't know why, but her just not just like being like, yeah, like, thanks. I'll just donate it or whatever. Like, I don't know. It just, it made it weird to me. Anyways, we get to the dinner and you guys, uh, again, if you have a Haitian restaurant or just anybody that you know that makes Haitian food close to you, nearby, a friend of, I don't give a shit. Fucking run. Don't walk. You will thank me. Their food is fucking delicious. Fucking amazing. It's so good. Yes, or there may be some like weirder maybe cuisines, if you will. Sure. Than our typical fucking American bullshit. Yes. But is it fucking amazing food? 1000% it is. It's so fucking good. When they are talking about peakleys, you guys, it's so good. It's like a like a it's like a Haitian condiment, basically. Like there's not typically like a breakfast, a lunch, a dinner, anything where you do not have like peaklies. Like you just put it on stuff. Like you eat that is just like, it's like I said, like it's a condiment. Um, it's like their condiment, but it truly is almost like a slaw, like a super spicy ass fucking slaw that you just put on everything. It's so fucking amazing and so refreshing. Like I love fucking peaklies. Like I could just eat that shit by itself. Like it's so fucking good. You guys so fucking good. Um, so I just wanted to talk on that. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was, I was dying. Um, when Erica is just sitting there, just at her, at the dinner table, when, um, uh, Kyle and Sutton were just talking about their friendship air quotes. Um, uh, <laughs> Erica's just scrolling through her fucking phone. She's just like, I don't really give a shit at all. Like it's whatever. And she said in her confessional that she was just scrolling through the New York Times. And I'm like, were you though? Were you scrolling through the New York Times? Were you seeing if there's another article out on you? Or your soon-to-be ex-husband, hopefully estranged. <sighs> I don't know. I just thought that was I thought that was strange. I thought it was very strange that she was just like scrolling through. I was just like, okay, just so uninterested. <laughs> okay, so after the dinner. They're all sitting around and they're talking about, you know, everybody, you know, um, Kyle and Garcelle were talking about, you know, clothes and um, how Kyle just loves that Garcelle's always wearing like a bright color. And Garcelle was telling Kyle that she wants to find those Gucci pants, those yellow Gucci pants that she was wearing. And she was like, when did I wear those? And they were like, that night. And then, of course, fucking Renna, because again, she can't keep her fucking mouth shut. I'm like, <laughs> that's just, that thing always has something to say. She's like, and she kind of turns to Erica and she's just like, yeah, the night that you weren't invited. And it's like, okay, so super fucking awkward, everybody. Awesome. Um, so we're going to fucking go around and around with this again. I think it was Kyle that was just like, let's just not beat around the bush anymore. It was the night that, you know, we all met up at Dorit's house that you weren't invited to. And, you know, Erica's just like, okay. And, and then Dorit's like, okay, well, I hate to cut this short, <laughs> but I got to go. And so then, and then Rena just kind of was like, yeah, yeah, I should probably go too. And, you know, of course, then Erica follows in tow as well. And I was just like, did they message each other, you guys? Like, were they all just like, let's get the fuck out of here? Because that's what it felt like. It felt like, like somebody was like, okay, you start it. And then I'm just going to, we're, we're going to go with you. Was Kyle part of that text thread? Unclear. Unclear. But I'm really fucking enjoying Crystal, you guys. Like, I know that she hasn't had like a huge storyline this season um, with being like a new housewife, but I really am like, really like enjoying her because I really like what she has like had to say, like even at the end of the 
dinner party from hell. She was just like, listen, if I was in your shoes, Erica, I would be reacting the exact same way, which is true. I would, if I was in Erica's shoes, I'd be probably reacting the same way also in the sense of like, stop fucking questioning me. Like, listen, you can either believe me or don't fucking believe me, but this is what it is. So like, take it or leave it. And you know, but uh, basically, you know, at Garcelle's dinner party, Crystal was just like, listen, Sutton and Erica aren't friends. They are cordial. They have an understanding. Like, and Kyle is just like, well, I don't find that being like cordial, just like icing each other out. And it's like, that's what's for the best right now. And when they want to talk about it, if they ever do, then they will let them handle it. Nobody needs to be the fucking peacemaker. Not in this situation. So I agree with fucking, I agree with Crystal. I do. Now the next episode looks amazing, you guys. And I can't fucking wait for that. It looks really good. I don't know what the fuck happens again between Garcelle and fucking Dorit. But Dorit is just like, I speak four languages. And Garcelle's like, good for you. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So, so, so good. Oh gosh. Okay. Well guys, like I apologize for going so quick, um, with this little tacked on portion, but I just wanted to get that out there and, um, yeah, but I hope that you guys were, um, you know, enjoy this sort of Frankenstein-esque, if you will, (laughs) podcast that I'm trying to do this week. And, um, you know, I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, this will probably be posted on Sunday. And then, you know, we'll get, try to get back on, back onto a good schedule here, but, um, just things kind of have kind of went to the wayside this week. And so, um, just has been, it's been a really busy few weeks. And so just trying to catch up the best I can. So I appreciate whoever is out there listening. I appreciate you hanging in there with me and, you know, just thank you so much. So again, guys, just follow the IG page, give me more reality and, you know, share with your friends, your family, spread the good word, you guys, please. Um, And yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy um, and I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful week and we'll be back next week. All right, guys. Thank you so much. This has been Give Me More Reality. Thank you, guys.